Hey, hey, what do you say? What have you been reading today? Welcome to the Recap Book Chat. We are so glad that you're here as we unpack and share ideas from our book stack. And as Gary Paulson said, remember, the book needs you. Let's dive in. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. So glad that you are here. Um, tell us what we're what what novel are we doing today? We are doing a classic um, from Fyodor Dostoevsky, Crime and Punishment, which we like saying Dostoevsky. It's a fun name to say. Yes. After you had you had mom had to teach me how to say it. So Dostoevsky, it's fun. So it, yeah, it's a. Um, it was it was interesting. It was a it wasn't written fully as a novel. It was written in twelve monthly installments. Um, did you know that? Uh, I think you told me that. I like how when you read, you go deep and get extra facts. I love that. I like I, when I get to the end of the book. It I feel like I want more. So then I have to like research. Okay, like I just want more of it. So but yeah. So he it was written for a. Um, a literary journal called the Russian messenger. So in 1866 and it was written in 12 monthly installments. Can you imagine reading that and having to wait like a month to hear yeah. the other part? No, I can't, but talk no. about a cliffhanger. And, uh, and another one, just like Frankenstein was kind of a groundbreaker. This one's a groundbreaker into the mind of a psychopath. Yeah. I don't know if anybody had done that before. I think you're right. Very psychological, very different. I've never read anything like it. Never. And you can't really forget it when you, uh, you know, when, when you get it, you're into it. it you've got to get your characters down. Uh, you know, the beginning of all books is a little bit of a challenge. So uh, once you get your characters, and he gives you a lot of characters. Um, yes. And, and you also, uh, this was a Christmas gift from you, so... Uh, you got the translators that we like, which yes. are really important. Which so kudos sh- to them. Which we will, I will put that in the show notes because uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to mess up their the pronunciation, but it's it's Richard and Larissa, but their last names yeah. are like Pavir and whatever. But we think we read their translation of uh, the all both uh, Tolstoy books that we read was their translation, and then that's the whole reason I got this because I noticed they're on there. They've, they've won awards for translating, so I do think it's important who's translating the book. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll put that in the in the show notes, the um, the actual one we read, because yeah, they did a great job translating it. So, because I've actually looked at other books and it's they're not as um, inviting. I mean, that's a, I, I've never thought about that before, but I. I could see how you could translate things differently. You know, we all have kind of different mm-hmm. ways of saying so. So I feel like they really get, they try to get the heart of what the author is saying, trying to get across, I think, you know. Well, I kind of think she might be Russian. They might be. I mean, she, I think she might be Russian. I, I don't think he is. But anyway, it's, they did a good job and they have notes in the back and you can kind of go deep. They even have a, intro in the front to kind of set you up for the book and uh so and and learning 
go, getting into Russian uh, literature, it teaches you to be patient. Because talk about, you know, uh, Dostoevsky builds, 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 builds. And you're like, okay, okay. Uh, you know, and I, I, think, I think there's a reason for that, too. Because really, the majority of the book, you know, the, the crime happens at the beginning, right? And the actual punishment happens at the end. The majority of the book is in between. And I think he did that on purpose. I think that was to oh, yeah. show that that avoiding and the, the stress, anxiety of like avoiding punishment is worse is the worse than the actual punishment, you know. So I'm I am sure the Columbo people that wrote the Columbo series, it's just like that kind of like his shows. There's a there's a murder at the beginning, and then the whole show is you know him solving it and working through it and all that. But it, it's and you always have the criminal thinking they're going to get away with it because mm-hmm. they're that smart. They're so smart that they're not, they're not going to be caught. Prideful. I do like, yeah, yeah it, 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 in the book, he uses names because it says the name Rodka, which is Razumikin, uh, which is uh, Raskolnikov's name. It says comes from the Russian word Raskol, which means split or divided, which fits Raskolnikov precisely because he's torn between right and wrong, but that he thinks he's entitled and above the law, you know, that, and he's torn, but, but yet he has a kind side, but yes. he is, he is self-absorbed. He's prideful. He's haughty. He's, he's crushed by poverty, but still thinks so highly of himself. He, he is a conundrum because most of the people that are that narcissistic, like don't help other people, but he does. So yes, it is the blue. He's a conundrum. Yeah, yeah. But he, I, I agree. Know. He, his pride is he really alienates himself, and I think mm-hmm. that just leads him deeper down until he finally realizes. You know, I guess the. But well, I won't go into that. But yeah, I think the pride. He thinks he can't relate to people because he thinks he's so far above them. So he feels isolated. Because he's so far above everybody. But yet, at the same time, he still helps people that are he thinks are beneath him. So it's it's interesting. It's very... Yes. And then the way that Dostoevsky puts people in there for contrast. Like, like, like Razumikin and Sonia, they're like his polar opposites. Because um, they do care. And, and yes. you know, and they care for someone... It's kind of like as a teacher, they say the kid that needs love the most ask for it in the worst way. Ooh, and yeah. That's that's the same thing that's happening here. Razu Meekin just put all the childish stuff that Raskolnikov was doing. He didn't let it bother him. Yeah. And he and he's like, I'm going to be a friend no matter what, no matter what you're going to do. Yeah. Kind of like I, Melanie and Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I think we said he's our favorite, right? Was he our favorite character? Or was it Sonia uh, or Razumikin? So, Sonia and Razumikin are both uh, my favorites. I couldn't pick between them. I like both of them because they're kind of, they, Sonia really comes through at the end and Razumikin's all through the middle putting up with, you know. I mean, at, really when you read it, you almost like everybody better than Raskolnikov. <laughs> 
Yeah, but he's the one where you're with the most because you're in his brain. So yeah. Oh, you get yeah. to get inside. Even the doctor, and I wrote this quote down from the young doctor. He's 27 years old. You know, he says, he said to Raskolnikov, "You cannot remain without occupation." And it seems to me, therefore, that hard work and a firmly set goal could be of great help to you. Mm. So he's just wallowing in self-pity. He was going to be a law. He was a law student, but that didn't work out, you know. And so he's just not going to do anything. Yeah. It's kind of like the kid that doesn't get his way. I'm going to take my toys and go home. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he's just one. Even the kind lady in the apartment, you know, who brings him tea and and dried food or whatever, you know, just a crust of bread. He's, he never, I don't think he ever said thank you. The whole thing. Yeah. I, I think you're right. He expects people to do stuff for him. But we know that if you're, that gratitude is the, is the road to happiness. So yes. if you're not on that road, well, that makes sense why he's completely miserable and utterly unhappy. So, I mean, the most, I mean, Really, this this the saddest individual, you know. So, uh, and another sad one in the book, or, or bad. I think he. You're right. Raskolnikov is sad. Svidri Gailov is bad. Yes, he's you, bad yes. He to the bad. bone. Bad to the bone. Yeah. yeah. You're right. There is a difference because he's not. I wouldn't consider, even though he did a crime, he's not inherently bad. He's just confused, prideful, all these other things. Self-absorbed. Self-absorbed. Uh, Svidri Gryloff is telling, is trying to justify his behavior, which, you know, in the book it alludes to rape, but it doesn't come right out and say that and all this kind of stuff. So he's trying to, he says at one point, am I a monster or a victim myself? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to make you feel sorry for him. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm trying said, to justify. Yeah. So I'm like, what? What did he say? When, when I'm reading the book, I'm like, really? Are you going there? <laughs> but uh, definitely a, a mind, uh, a mind boggling book. So yeah, give us, give us your take on the whole, as a whole, crime and punishment, Dostoevsky, Russian literature, like, you, what did you think after that you finished the whole thing? Well, I felt um, at the end of the book, I felt enlightened by Sonia's devotion because she uh, she's the one I thought just um, was the moral compass of the book. And she held strong. I mean, and she had a terrible life, uh, but she always held strong. And she said, yes. you know, and, and he's making fun of her and all this kind of stuff because her life is so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And, and she said, what would I be without God? He does everything. Mm. And it, it, she just amazed me because I'm like, when you see someone, I think that's why, I mean, you have to say the talent for the writer because he put such, there's such a variety. I yes. mean, you know what I'm thinking? Yes. I mean, what about you? What What do you think? I was, I was drained. I think at the end of it, it it's it is a different read, and it was so good, and I I still recommend it. But it's being in the head of someone that is like you know, I wouldn't call him a psycho, but I don't know what you'd call him. 
Well, he's not well adjusted. I can tell you that. He's he's not mentally healthy, I guess. But being inside his mind is just like you just feel like you ran a marathon or something because it's like, man. I mean, like, and I think Dostoevsky wanted us to feel drained. He, I think that's what he was looking for. Yes, I think you're right. And and this is something different than that time period. And side note, uh, which is fascinating because I, I think I remember telling you, I'm like, how could someone write like that? And if they haven't experienced something, you know, I think we talked about that. Like, and and come to find out, Dostoevsky had a very hard life, and he was exiled uh, in Siberia for ten years because of reading. Like, I kid you not. Did you know that? I think you told me that at what, you know, when, when we're, that's why you're great at a book club because you get little side notes. So, yeah, he was, so at the time, I guess there was some controversial literature floating around or essays and, and he read it and the government was, they were fearful of a revolution and all this And anyway, so him and other people were exiled uh, to Siberia for 10 years Four, so four of those years were he was at a hard labor prison camp and and then he was forced into military service for the rest of his time but and he said that he read the essay uh, as a literary monument nothing more or less so but that's what he got sent for 10 years of his life you know and uh, and he was classified as one of the most dangerous convicts and mm. I mean so he had hand and feet shackles the entire time the only book he was allowed to read was the New Testament Bible that a lady had sent him, which I think he thanked her later on in a letter or something. But he had constant fevers. He, like The conditions were implorable, like nasty fleas, ticks, lice, everything. Huh. Horrible condition. They were stacked on top of each other. Um, he, was, he was said to have been super kind, though, and even talked prisoners out of killing themselves because the conditions were so bad. You know, like mm. uh, they had a, one bathroom for 200 men. So they said it just was horrible. And then on top of that, he remained under police supervision, super, uh, what do they call it? Um, surveillance. He remained under police surveillance the rest of his life, even after he got out. I'm Whoa. just like, I'm just stunned that, oh, and I, I, I forgot to mention this too. So before he went to prison, they were just going to kill him and all these people. They stood before a firing squad about to kill him and a letter from is it the czar is that what it, i think yeah uh, commuted uh, or or whatever canceled his sentence and or to be executed but i'm oh. just like man and then that's a letter i'm like i mean that's what if the guy had stopped for a drink of water or something you know yeah. like that's an important <sighs> letter so right like literally right as they're about to kill him he's standing he he thought he was going to die at that moment and the letter came so yeah so i'm just like i'm like i I almost think you have to he had to have gone through all that to to write crime and punishment i just don't think he could have written crime and punishment had he not gone through that oh definitely because it helps if you write you write what you know and and apparently you know and he knew some other people that were good that you know the kindness and everything and another person in the book that's uh weird is the I think you say P. Otter, Lucien, who was engaged to Dunya, his sister, for selfish mm. reasons. And yeah. that, that was a whole nother uh, story going on there because he said she had to be poor. He needed her because she was poor because he wanted someone 
devoted to him because he saved him or something. Yes. That was weird. And even in his warped and twisted state of affairs, Raskolnikov knew that. Yes. And he was trying to protect his sister. Yes. He knew he was a criminal, but he knew that that guy didn't have good, you know, he didn't like that whole situation. Yeah. So, yeah. You're right. So you you just have a lot going on. It's a very complex book, which if you like challenges and, uh, you know, you want to push yourself, it would be, it's a great read. It's a great read. I grew, I grew from this for sure. And the, uh, the cat and mouse thing with him and the uh, Porfiri, the detective. Oh my goodness. Porfiri was just driving him crazy. You know, just like dangling, like, yeah, you know, it was just, it was more than he could bear. And he, he tells you that what's going on inside his head. He starts to sweat. He starts to do all this. And then uh, Porfiri is laughing. I mean, you know. I, I think you nailed it. And I'm glad you made that connection to Columbo. I am sure the writers of Columbo had read Crime and Punishment. Because it, it I, that is exactly how Columbo acts. And if you've never seen the TV show, I, I don't know when it was. It's an older TV show. It's an oldie but- it is, and, it's, but, and it is exactly like Crime and Punishment because it's like an hour and a half. It's like 90 minutes. See, that's, not, that's weird. Yeah. Usually they're 30 minutes or an hour, and they dangle. It's like the little cheese in front of the mouse, you know, for a long time. Like now, I people would even watch Columbo because they're like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know. Yeah. But, uh, and that's it, how Dostoevsky is. He's the same thing. Uh, because it's different. It's different too, though, because you know, you know, who, you know the crime and you know who did it. Yeah. So it's all about catching them. Yeah. So um, I looked it up. The pilot episode is 1968 and it ran, it ran for, for quite a while through the 70s, I think. So, and, it, and in that show, the people, you know, the, the criminals, they think, Columbo's dumb. Yeah. And and they think he's, you know, and that is exactly Raskolnikov thinks Porfiry is uh, dumb. Yeah. And he's so much, he's so superior to him, you know. Which is why the pride comes before the fall is true, you know. Like, yeah. It makes you, when you're not humble, it's, you, you lose some of your, you, you have tunnel vision there, you know. Yeah. But like you did say, he is a conundrum because like he gives, when he does get a little bit of money, he will give it all away yeah. to help somebody. So he may be a narcissist, but he's not fully a narcissist because he has those moments. So. He does. And I, I think that may just be his inner battle. Like, yeah, you know, we all struggle with, we all yeah. have an inner battle. Yeah. So, and I think that's, those times are when the good wins, you know? Mm-hmm. And and maybe too is like trying to make up for the bad, so could possibly be. Um, but okay, did you have any other quotes? You're so good about you, uh, and you've taught me how to do that. And I didn't do it very well in this one. But usually, um, when we write, we you know highlight quotes that we like, and then we write the page number at the front of the book. Then you can always access them. So. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really do it very good. I, I got. I think once I got into it, I just didn't hardly highlight. I just kept going. So, well, I have one from Razumikin, which I really like that character. Uh, he says, "Pa, 
How stupid you are sometimes. Yesterday's drunkenness is still sitting with you. I kind of thought that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you have any more? Well, and I already did the um, doctor one, uh, which, and and then I had a few, I I did uh, Sonia's. I don't know that I have a quote from uh, Raskolnikov. Um, (laughs) Usually I... I I write something down, but I was just waiting for him to say something, <laughs> something good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just him, waiting. It took him. Well, I can't say anything, but yeah. So, but anyway, it was in the notes in the back, because we, we already mentioned this. I'm circling back to it though, but that is what is, I, I really feel like you get a, uh, kind of a history lesson too. Cause those, uh, the these translators they do a good job about if they mention something that's going on in the present day that we didn't know about that was going on in present day uh, Russia or whatever they do a good job of, of pulling that out and what was actually going on and uh, all that the, stuff so yeah the customs and yeah of the time that we don't we're ignorant of so I mean yeah. so when you you feel like you've learned a lot you really I mean you have learned a lot by the end of it so. Well, I like what you said. If you read historical fiction, you're learning a history lesson with a story. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. It is. I mean, and what better way to, I just feel like this sticks with me better than um, any class I've been in as far as a history class, you know? So it's all about the story. That's what we, I think we like stories, you know? Well, I think stories stick and facts fade. So well, this, isn't this a weird quote? I, I underlined it and it says, children, you've touched upon children. Children are a social question and a question is of the first importance, I agree. But the question of children will be resolved differently. They are even, there are even some who negate children altogether as though as they do every suggestion of the family. It's like uh, people don't really want to talk about children Hmm. like children are. And in the book, I kind of got that. Didn't you like children were expendable? Yeah, for sure. It, it painted some of that in, uh, with the, um, with Sonia's brothers and sisters and you know, they didn't even hardly have a name. Yeah. You know, they were were shadows. They're just always crying, always kind of a burden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. And I I think that when, when, um, when you think of Sonia as being selfless and, and all that she's done, I think, you know, when sometimes you're doing, you might be thinking no one notices because who would have thought that, uh, Raskolnikov would have noticed her. Yeah. Would have noticed her life, but he did. Yes. And maybe was a little jealous of her life compared to his because they both were poor, pitifully poor. Mm-hmm. I love how Raskolnikov, uh, Dostoevsky says that Raskolnikov was crushed by poverty. Yes. And I feel like they both were. But he immersed himself in himself. Yes. Almost the, he had the victim mindset. Yeah. And she had the growth mindset like, how can I help others? I'm doing this to help my family. Yes. That's a good point that they both had the same. And, and I would say hers was worse. 
because she oh, was ten a girl times worse. and yeah. she had to go into prostitution. So, um, yeah, hers was worse and she still had a better attitude. Couldn't so. even live with her own family. And another thing, you know, when he does his crime, he thinks it's okay because he killed a mean woman, not ever noticing or uh, he's never, uh, I guess, admitting that he also killed, was it her sister as well? Um, or I think her so. daughter? Yeah. I mean, her who, was, who was like mentally Mental- challenged? Yes. Yeah. And who happened to be a friend of Sonia? Yeah. He he it, wrote that off as a uh, well I, I wasn't planning on that so he didn't he didn't feel that's true yeah. true yeah he he didn't plan on it is it happened so it didn't happen <laughs> yeah but I I mean it it is a definite you won't forget this book for sure will you no 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 so so well done crime and punishment Dostoevsky um, if you haven't read it I hope we didn't ruin it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no. There's, Give it there's, a try. Give it there's, a try. There is so much good stuff in there, and uh, and winter's it, coming up, and you need a good book for winter to sip your tea or coffee and read. This would be the book. Yes. Give you Get, something to uh, think about. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So good, but but it is. Uh, it's it is a reading workout i'll put it that way but you oh, will be stronger well, yeah. for it at the end so definitely yeah it's it's not an i wouldn't classify it as an easy read but it is it's a needed read <laughs> so yeah so here's one read. here's one last quote is who am i I'm a finished man, that's all. A man who can perhaps sympathize and empathize, who does perhaps even know something, but completely finished. But you are quite a different matter. God has prepared a life for you. Though who knows, maybe it will also pass like smoke and nothing more. What matter that you'll be passing into a different category of people? This is near the end, you know. Yeah. So uh, I'm just like, because, you know, he does, he has a lot to learn, but uh, and he kind of like all of us learn things the hard way. So, uh, yeah, like you said, it is a workout, but I think it's worth it. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. It's, it was, and that was, uh, and the, the reason we got it was because you, you got, um, now I can't think of the name. Anna Tolstoy. Anna Karenna. Anna from accidentally from, from those translators yeah but i got that from the podcast by my what's his name roe who said teddy roosevelt read that yes and so i thought during while he's taking criminals back in, in a blizzard so i thought well that must be a good book <laughs> <laughs> with frozen fingers he's reading anna karenna you know so that which, was our uh, first taste of russian literature and, and then we went to war and peace from the same translators. We knew by then we liked our translators. So we did yeah. War and Peace with the same translators. And I really liked Tolstoy. I I really enjoyed that. But I kind of like, because I, I, I like Dostoevsky. I like them both, but I would probably go, because, I mean, it's, it's like gut-wrenching. Yes. I kind of like that. I kind of like it. Well, I it's, feel like Dostoevsky had a harder life than Tolstoy. Yeah. So he was, I think that was his therapy, kind of. You know, his way to. Yeah, I think I appreciate that. 
That's yeah, pretty cool. Thank you for the background information. Well done. Well, well, thank you. May your book bag be overflowing. So your mind will continue growing. See you on the next one. TTFN. Thank you.